big screen, little screen. Right about now, it's all about big screen, little screen, something we do every week, whether you are listening via Rinse FM or the digital streaming platforms, it's where we talk about everything good in the cinema, on your TV screens, online and elsewhere. Myself, SK Vibe Maker, and of course, I'm joined by Movie Reporter Larry. How are you doing today, son? In the building, I am doing good, man. I've been busy, been good busy. But I have some exciting things coming up. Summer's looking good. How about you? How have you been, bro? I'm just laughing to myself because I don't know why I said sun, but it's like, it's not sunny outside right about now. But <laughs> I've been listening to some Wu-Tang this week and they refer to each other as sun. You know what I'm oh, saying? Okay, I call my yeah, brother yeah. sun because he shines like one. That's what they say. <laughs> but I don't know why that just came out. It was like, I don't know why, man. I'm doing good though, man. You said you're doing good, right? Yeah, man. I'm doing good. I mean, I know it's not sunny, but... I'm hoping for the summer to to turn up, man. The, the, the May's getting the last bits of rain out, and then June's coming. You know, my birthday month, the best month of the year. So okay, the best month of the year is up for debate. But if you want to say June, it's all good, man. We've got an interview <laughs> on this week's big screen, little screen, and we have some massive items on the menu as well, man. Give them the lowdown, Larry. Yeah, man, this is another big week for Big Screen, Little Screen. We have two highly anticipated titles for the little screen, and we have two big ones for the big screen. Where are we taking it first? We are taking it to the little screen. And before we discuss this one, here's a snippet from the trailer. Big screen, little screen. They're coming. Stay hidden. Or we will not survive. Leave us alone. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father. You still want Kenobi. He's gone. Maybe you've been looking in the wrong places. I want every lowlife and bounty hunter to squeeze him. Screen, little screen. Big screen, little screen, SK Vibe Maker, Movie Reporter Larry. Whether you are listening on Rinse FM or you are listening back via the digital streaming platforms, this is something we do every week. You just heard a massive trailer. I mean, it sounds very epic, man. Larry's about to give you the lowdown. A very big, big trailer. We just heard the trailer for Obi Wan Kenobi. Star Wars fans, yes, he's returning to a TV series on Disney Plus consisting of six episodes. We have the return of Ewan McGregor reprising his role as the iconic character in the Star Wars franchise, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And we have Hayden Christensen returning as Darth Vader. Now, if you've watched, if you know, if you're a fan of Star Wars, you will know what happened at the end of episode three. You know, Star Wars did the reverse. They did five, four, five, six, and then they did one, two, three, which I think is such a sick idea. And one two three was my generation of star wars growing up and watching the end of episode three like christiansen was my darth vader even though he's not the true darth vader 
But yeah, man, I'm excited for this one. What are you saying, SK? It's funny that you say that um, it was a massive idea for them to do four, five, six, and then one, two, three, because I personally, and I don't care what they say, the production staff, whatever, I don't think they originally planned to do that. Do you know what I'm saying? Ooh, I just think that they okay. just happened to do an origin story after. But this one's got massive billions, man. What, what do you think like we can expect from this? So the details for this show has been kept very hush, hush. But what I do know is that this story begins 10 years after the dramatic events from Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, which had an iconic ending. I'm not going to ruin it if you've not seen it, but you definitely should watch that. And now Kenobi's faced with his greatest defeat, which is the downfall and the corruption of his best friend and Jedi apprentice, Anakin Skywalker, who turns into the evil Sith Lord Darth Vader. And that is it. And I think they've kept it like that because... You know, it's gonna it's happening between episode three and a new hope, you know, that time period. So they're not gonna wanna ruin anything in the plot details, which I think is a really cool thing. Trailers and stuff haven't ruined anything so far. Trailers these days ruin so much things. So I'm expecting more lightsaber battles. I love the Mandalorian. I wasn't a big fan of Boba Fett on Disney Plus. I like some of the new, like Rogue One. I thought that was a good new addition to the Star Wars franchise. So I'm expecting more lightsaber battles in this season. And I wonder if we will get like another iconic fight between Darth Vader and Obi-Wan in this one. This one's going to be pure epicness for Star Wars fans, for sci-fi fans. Obi-Wan Kenobi out the 27th of May 2022, of course, via Disney Plus and is a PG. Big screen, little screen, SK Vibe Maker, Movie Reporter Lowry. Where are we taking it next, Lowry? We are keeping it on the little screen. And before we talk about this one, here's a snippet from the trailer. Big screen, little screen. Dear Billy, I don't know if you can even hear this. Ever since you left, everything's been a total disaster. For a while, we tried to be happy. Normal. Impossible. I relocated you guys far from Hawkins because I thought you'd be safe. friends at Hawkins are very much in the eye of the storm. I don't have my powers. I don't know how to say this other than just to say it. Without you, we can't win this war. side on the other side big screen little screen big screen little screen sk vibe maker movie reporter lowry we just heard a massive trailer man one of the biggest returns it sounds like it's going to be very dark 
the 80s aesthetic is back like you might have just heard with the soundtrack what is that the trailer that we just heard for Lowry? We heard the trailer for the highly anticipated season four of Stranger Things. This show has been away for a while, you know, but it's come back with a bang. And not only with a bang, with nine feature length movie episodes, which is mm. insane. You said nine <laughs> feature length movie episodes. Does that mean the episodes are going to be longer? Or are you just talking about the feel? They're going to be long. They're ranging from an hour and 20 minutes. And episode nine has a confirmed runtime of two hours and 30 minutes. What? Seriously? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they went ham on this. They went yeah. crazy. Apparently, they went crazy. each episode is like 30 million each. So they've gone in with this season. Mm, that's crazy, man. Tell us some more details, man. Obviously, some people might know about the backstory. Some people might know about the cast. But give some details, Larry. Yeah, so Stranger Things was all about a mysterious upside down world from the first season. And they had this character called Eleven, played by Millie Bobby Brown. She had these supernatural powers. And it was all about the mystery of finding out, you know, what this world was and why were there monsters in this small town. And as the seasons have progressed, they've kind of expanded and expanded. And the ending of season three, which wasn't my favorite season, but the last two episodes I enjoyed, they literally just switched it. <laughs> because I think with Stranger Things, after the mystery of finding out, the upside down world and who was behind it and more things it kind of just fell flat so you had one of the best first seasons i'd say stranger things the season one and then it kind of just like not fell flat but just kind of trickled along and season four from the trailer looks like they're going back to their roots and putting the mystery back into the season so you know we've got the return of hopper now if you watch the third season you're thinking how the heck <laughs> how is he returning mm -hmm. he seems to be in some snowy wasteland in russia where he's facing you know human and other threats and then also there's another storyline back in the states where there's a new horror there's a new beginning you know something to surface from somewhere that we don't know and somehow both of these things are going to connect at the end so that's what we have it to expect from this season of stranger things well, I think we're going to love it, man. I think it's going to light up social media. I'm sure a lot of you know about Stranger Things. A lot of you have watched it. Many of you might not have watched it, but this is a time to to delve in, man. I don't know. I, I'm not an advocate of binge watching, but, you know, start at the beginning and you'll get there eventually. And you've got a great TV series to watch. Stranger I, I, Things. Go on. What are you going to say, man? I was going to say, I don't know if you can binge watch this season. <laughs> that's, that's insane. I don't. Whoever binge watches this weekend. Oh, my gosh. Props is it all them. coming out one day so yeah so there's actually part one and part two so you've got the first nine episodes coming out in part one and then in july they've got another episodes and then they've confirmed that season five which is supposed to come out next year will be the final season so they're doing what they're doing with money heist and ozark trying to draw it out a bit longer rather than doing weekly releases which i think a series of this magnitude should be they're doing it in two parts so yeah mm -hmm. There you go. Stranger Things season four, part one out the 27th of May, 2022 via Netflix. So get your Netflix subscription going again if you ain't got it. <laughs> and it's a 15. Big screen, little screen, SK vibe makeup, movie report, a Lowry. It's where we talk about everything good on the big screen, the little screen and everything else in between. We've already spoken about two items on the menu and we got two big more ones. We got two, two more big ones. I'm so excited. It's like I'm just saying it like that. You know what I'm saying? Huh. Where are we taking it next, Larry? We are taking it to the big screen. And before we talk about this one, here's a snippet from the trailer. Big screen. 
little screen. Oh boy. Oh no. Oh no no no. Oh god. Oh boy. Dad, I don't want to stop your flow, but can you pass the peel off? Oh god. That's butter. You know what? Butter's better. You have seven days to make your payment. Seven? It's gonna be okay, Bob. Happy, mm. hopeful, mm. kissy lips. Start, please. Oh! oh my god. Louise, don't go down there. It's dangerous. Ah! Did you mean to wave your arms all over the place while falling into the hole? Because if so, you nailed it. Yes, it all went great. Sister Police, I'd like to report on oh. a thing happened. What do we do? Ideas, go. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, what's this thing? No, no, no. Ah! I'm so nervous. I know. Can you believe it? Ta-da! Uh -oh. oh, no. This is getting awkward. Ah, yeah! Son of a butt! Big screen, little screen. Big screen, little screen, SK Vibe Maker, Movie Report, Alari, whether you are listening via Rinse FM or the digital streaming platforms. Hello, hi, welcome back, or introductions, man. We just heard a big trailer. Give them the lowdown of what they just heard, Lowry. We heard the trailer for the Bob's Burgers movie, which is an American animated musical film based on the animated TV series Bob's Burgers. And the film is directed by series creator Lauren Bouchard and Bernard Derryman. And we have the original voice cast returning. So we have Zach Galifianakis, H. John Benjamin and Larry Murphy, plus the others that fans of the show will know their voices from. And the plot for this movie is that Bob, who's the main character in the series, is behind on paying the bank back alone. And he faces repossessions of his items in his burger shop. A burst water main happens right outside of his burger shop, <laughs> which stops people coming into his shop so you can't earn money. He's in a tough situation. And while this is happening, their kids try and solve a mystery that could save their family business. Quite an interesting storyline, if I must say so myself. So I caught up with some of the cast of the Bob's Burger movie, and here's how the conversation went down. Big screen, little screen. Big screen, little screen, myself, SK Vibe Maker, and we have some very special guests in the building today. We have H. John Benjamin, who plays Bob Belcher, Larry Murphy, who plays Teddy, John Roberts, who plays Linda Belcher, Eugene Merman, who plays Gene Belcher, and Dan Mintz, who plays Tina Belcher, from the Bob's Burger TV series and movie in the building. How are you guys doing? What's up? How are you? Hello. I mean, you guys have been part of the TV series for a long time now, and it's made its transition to the big screen. How does that feel, man? Does that feel kind of overdue? Uh, I don't think it's overdue, but I think it's, you know, like it's a big uh, commitment to make a movie. I think it's a lot of work and having to do the show simultaneously that, um, you know, that, that's a, it's a big project. So we were, I think we were all really happy that the, the fans would get a movie. Um, uh, after uh, you know having built a big audience for the show so I think that was very cool I mean I heard that many of you guys had to record your lines at home because of the pandemic and stuff how much of a challenge was that John 
Robots. Oh, that was exciting because everything was so depressing and uh, just to be able to work was such a privilege and, um, you know, we felt so blessed um, to be able to do that and, and find some a little bit of humor in all the darkness there. Um, so that that was great. Um, and it was nice to see little pieces of the movie uh, slowly start to come in, the animation and how, how cool everything looked. I thought that we were recording separately because the cast doesn't get along. Well, that too, <laughs> that too, for sure. Uh, and your breath. But I, I didn't realize yeah. that, that it was about to end up, but that's, yeah, it was I get about, it. It was about that and your breath and uh, that we don't get along here. I mean, they've kept it 2D, just like the TV series. A lot of animations that go on the big screen end up transitioning to 3D as well. Yeah. Um, how important do you think that the essence was kept for it to be 2D, Eugene? I mean, I think this is the first 2D movie actually that Disney has done in some very long time. But I think it's great. I think that they've did, you know, the writers and director made, did such a good job of taking the essence of Bob's Burgers, keeping it, but also heightening it for a movie. Like when you see the movie, you're like, I get why this is a movie and not a TV episode but they still keep it very grounded in the world of Bob's Burgers. Dan, I mean, your character, um, Tina, she had some love struggles in the, in the yeah. film, man. I mean, how would you kind of, how, how would you break it down for people that don't know without giving any spoilers away? Well, you know, T Tina um, has her kind of long time on, on again, off again, crush slash boyfriend, Jimmy Jr. Um, and once again, she's kind of struggling over what to do. Uh, summer is approaching. She kind of wants him to be her summer boyfriend, but is worried that it might not be as good as she wanted. Um, it's an interesting struggle because it's not like, will he say yes or will he say no? She's not worried about that. She just is like, do I want this or do I not want this? Eugene, some people have noted that the movie seems a bit darker than the TV series. I feel like maybe I'm a bit desensitized to that because I didn't really feel like that. But what's your take on it? I mean, you know, it's a mystery. It is, you know, it is a story that uh, scales up to a movie theater and it is PG-13, though I think maybe because of a joke or two or something. Um, I don't know that I would describe it as, as darker per se. Um, you know, considering that like the season, the, the, the season finale of this season was sort of a take on Blade Runner. Um, so, so I don't know, but yeah, it is a mystery and it has, you know, a, a darker element, I guess, in terms of it being inherently a, a mystery. Um, but you know, I, I don't know. I think, I think it sticks very well to the tone of Bob's Burgers overall. When you guys started on the TV series back in 2011, did you think that you'd be getting to 12 seasons and you know, the 13th season, which is about to come out, John Benjamin? Uh, you know, like when you start, like I've been doing animated television for 25 years now, maybe, or more. Since the and, Flintstones, right? <laughs> yes, I was the voice of <laughs> of Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Rebel. Crazy. <laughs> Um, you never expect that a show is going to continue. There's so much stacked against uh, uh, shows having long lives. You usually get, I think most shows get canceled after one season. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty surprising. Uh, but uh, I think for the first like three or four seasons, it was pretty tenuous. Every at the end of every season there would sort of be this like kind of dread about uh, we're probably going to get cancelled 
but after like three or four seasons, it like you could tell it was starting to build an audience, and uh, the show really found its footing, and uh, and you could cut, you could sense that. I mean, have you guys ever been to a restaurant? that is like the actual Bob's Burgers restaurant because you know when you watch the the TV series and when you see the film you realize it's a very interesting place have you ever been to a real place that's like the Bob's Burgers restaurant well I think there's places by the shore definitely in New Jersey that are, are similar to to that and that vibe but because Lawrence started all the architecture in San Francisco it's got a very San Francisco look but if you could take that and put it on the East Coast so it is kind of this unique imaginary place, but I'd say it's, it resembles the East Coast mostly because of Linda's accent. And, um, you know, um, there's a lot of that here in, in New Jersey. Yeah, I would say like uh, diner culture in general, even though it's waning, I live in New York City and there are far less family run diners than there used to be. Uh, but there used to be a ton, uh, almost one on, you know, every couple of blocks, you, uh, you, there'd be a little small family run diner. And now that's um, few and far between. But John's right too. New Jersey had a big diner culture when I was a kid. Bob, Bob's does have that kind of nostalgia in a way, like going back to my childhood in the 70s when, in Massachusetts. There were a lot of small diners. That's a lot of where, uh, where you could get a cheap meal. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, there's less and less of that now. Dan? Anyone who's thinking about going to the cinema this weekend is pondering whether they should watch the movie or not. What do you have to say to them? Uh, I mean, just even what you said about how people are saying it, it's dark. I mean, it, it, it's because it's like, uh, you know, it's a murder mystery and murder is dark. But also we're so used to seeing, you know, murder on TV and violence on TV that like there's something about this show that like the fact that like it can still things like that can still surprise you and you're so connected to these characters that it it's like that the idea of like oh that feels so real that it actually would even feel dark to you i think just is a, is a testament to how you know how, how yeah. great and real this family is also to be clear the movie isn't violent the movie is not <laughs> violent. its topic is darkish the Bob's Burger movie is released May the 27th in the UK. If you're just thinking about going down to the cinema to watch something good, you won't be disappointed with this film. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Hey, all right. Big screen, little screen. Big screen, little screen, SK Vibe Maker, Movie Report, Alari. Whether you are listening via Rinse FM or you are listening on the digital streaming platforms, we are right in the middle of our talk, man. I've just had a conversation with the Bob's Burger movie cast and we are in the middle of discussing the film itself, man. Lowry, you've seen the film. I mean, give us your breakdown, man. Before I start with my quick review, I've not watched an episode of this series before. So I was going into this film completely blind of not knowing anything. Anything of the characters, the style of animation, the humor, the age rating, anything like that. For me, this film wasn't for me. And I think that's because I haven't watched the series before. So I wasn't attracted to the tone and the, <laughs> the humor of it. So... I think for someone who's not watched the series, it might not be for you. I'm more of like a South Park, Rick and Morty family guy. That's my type of humor with animated sitcoms. Whereas this is more geared towards like a, a PG friendly, maybe 12A. There's some jokes in there that are 12As, but 
that's more of me. I like the animation style. I think it's amazing to see 2D animation on the big screen. And I know that's one of the big things that they're promoting with this movie. Um, you watched it. What did you think of it? Surprisingly, the running time is maybe, um, I'm starting with the cons. That's, uh, the running time of over an hour and 40 minutes, I thought was slightly a bit long. If yeah. you watch the TV series, you will love this. Um, with Bob's Burger, what I realised is um, it's a TV series that I've seen a lot on TV, but not realised it was Bob's Burgers. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I haven't actively been uh, an avid viewer of it, but I've seen it on TV a lot. And I've always been pleasantly amused and entertained by it. Similar with Family Guy as well. Not a big avid watcher, but when it comes on TV, I enjoy it. Yes, it's not the most adult humour, but maybe it's not for like five, six, under tens. It's like it's mm. like of that age range of like 12A, you know what I mean? PG-13. So I was pleasantly surprised by it. Um, I liked it. Murder mystery, humour, musical, slight romance in there. Cool, man. Maybe not a film that I would stress to go and watch in the cinema, but a good small screen watch, I would say. I can understand why it has a fan base because I could see this working in 20 minute segments that a normal animated sitcom on TV is. So I could see them having uh, you know, a problem to solve in that time frame, and it works. I just think to your point, being an hour and 40, an hour and 45 minutes, it was just way too long for me, man. And I wasn't a big fan of the musical element either. Like Family Guy does it, South Park does it, but this one, it didn't work for me. So um, mm. yeah. I mean, it has a big fan base. I respect the fact they kept it 2D, true to the essence of the TV series as well. They didn't try to scale it up, go 3D, spice it up and all that. They kept it true to its essence and that worked very well on the big screen for me as well. For animation fans, for Bob's Burger TV series fans, this is a good watch. Out in your cinemas, the 27th of May, 2022, the Bob's Burger movie via cinema and is a PG. SK Vibe Maker, Move Reporter Lowry, big screen, little screen, where are we taking it next, Lowry? It's my release of the week. We're getting into our danger zone with this one. And before we talk about this title, here's a snippet from the trailer. Big screen, little screen. What do we have here? Yeah, here I thought we were special. Fellas, this here's Bagman. Hangman. Whatever. What the hell kind of mission is this? Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they going to get to teach us? Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, AKA Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. Just want to manage expectations. What the hell? Good morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking. And we're off. Here we go. In three. Big screen, little screen. 
big screen little screen sk vibe makeup movie report alari it's where we talk about everything going on the cinema screens your tv screens and everything else in between it's what we do on a weekly basis whether you are listening via the digital streaming platforms or rinse fm we've already had three items on the menu we just heard a big trailer and lowry's about to give you the lowdown we just heard the trailer for Top Gun Maverick, the sequel to Top Gun that was released in 1986. Damn. Wowza, man. Tom Cruise, a.k.a. Mr. Hollywood, is back. I mean, Lowry calls him Mr. Hollywood. And he, we are about to have a massive <laughs> fan moment from Lowry right about now because Lowry has just been ranting and raving and raving and ranting and ranting and raving and raving and ranting. I mean, I might speak to him on a low like about some other stuff in the week, aside from big screen, little screen. And he just wants to talk about Tom Cruise and, and Top Gun. You know what I'm saying? That's how it's been for the last couple of weeks, man. Give us a lowdown, Larry, man. <laughs> you know what? I actually thought this film would never come out. And like many films we've spoken about over this past year, it's been heavily delayed. It was supposed to come out in 2019. I remember seeing the trailer for it thinking, yeah, this is me. Here's my money. And yeah, man, it's finally here. The sequel's directed by Joseph Koninsky. Fans from the original Top Gun, I'm happy to say that Joseph, he did a fantastic job with honouring the late Tony Scott, who's the director of the original Top Gun movie. Mr. Hollywood, Tom Cruise, he returns to the big screen and reprises his role as Captain Pete Maverick. We also have Miles Teller, Jennifer Connelly, John Hamm, plus many, many more names that people will be familiar with. And the plot for this one is similar to the first one, but they've kind of they beefed up the story. So it's set more than 30 years from the original. And uh, Pete Mitchell, a.k.a. Maverick, he's where he belongs. He's one of the Navy's top aviators and he's constantly pushing the envelope <laughs> for aviation. Now, he finds himself in a pickle where the Navy, they're trying to move with the newer times with pilotless uh, planes which i think it happens in real life and he's battling between the navy saying no you need to have manned aircraft and they're saying no we can save money we can save lives and in amongst this he's brought back into top gun to train the next generation of pilots to you know face this mission that they're coming up against and that's basically it in a nutshell now i'm yeah. about to ask a rhetorical question which I think I know the answer for. That's what a rhetorical question is, isn't it? Did it live up to the hype? Yes. One million percent. The first Top Gun movie, I would say, is a cult classic. You know, a lot of people have seen it. Whilst for me, I watched it recently. So when I was younger, I watched it, blew my mind, and I watched it again. It didn't blow my mind like it did when I was younger. You're saying it didn't age well, is that what you're saying? It's mainly because of Say the with narrative. the chest, man. Say it with the chest. <laughs> it's mainly because of the narrative. There's not much to it. It's just guys hanging out in a Top Gun aviation. They're doing, you know, dogfights and stuff. The aeronautic scenes from the 80s, amazing, all of that stuff. This, for a sequel, though, my God, I'm putting this up there with Terminator 2 as a sequel that's better than the original, mm. which I know is a very big statement, but I'm saying it with chest. This film is amazing tom cruise is fantastic the stunts in this movie are absolutely insane the cast also had to do like real life army training to deal with the g-force of the planes and underwater training it's a madness there's a lot of behind the scenes on youtube and they all performed fantastic amazing the aeronautic filming is probably the best that i've seen on the big screen there's hardly any CGI moments. It's all real planes. They had, I didn't even know this existed. They had planes with actual cameras filming it as like a, like a proper film camera. 
Uh, I thought it was CGI, but they had proper planes following the jets and getting the low angles and the high angles and the cockpit angles. It's insane. Absolutely insane. There's two moments in this film which the whole cinema I was in, they were gasping. Everyone's mouths were like open wide because they it's just so immersive. And I'm not going to ruin anything because we don't do spoilers on big screen, little screen, but this is a true action spectacle. If you can, watch it on IMAX, man. Brilliant movie. I give it five stars, man. Five stars. Say less. For the fans of the original Top Gun movie, for action fans, for aeronautic fans, Top Gun Maverick is out the 27th of May on the big screen via the cinema and is a 12A. It's been another big week of big screen, little screen. Myself, SK Vibe Maker, and movie reporter Lowry. We do this every Thursday, every Thursday. Whether you're listening on Rinse FM or the digital streaming platforms, we're going to be back next week. Lowry, where can they find you with a, in the meantime if they want a fan person out on you? <laughs> you can find me on my social media handle, which is at everything Lowry. Lowry spelled L-O-W-E-R-Y. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube and TikTok is all under that. And of course, you can find me at SK Vibe Maker, all good socials, or www.skvibemaker.co.uk. I'll see you next week, Larry. Take care, bro. See you next week. Big screen, little screen.